0: Hello and welcome fellow sovereigns and I've just had a, an interesting experience with labels in the last couple of days which I thought was sort of mildly amusing and I remember many years ago there was a chap in New Zealand called Don Clark and this is not the one who was the full famous fullback for the All Blacks this is another Don Clark who was originally a, a butcher and then after many years of being a butcher, he decided he didn't want to be a butcher. He got sick of the early mornings and his hands were constantly cold and wet and lots of cuts. And he just, he'd just had enough of being a butcher. So he thought to himself, what do I want to do? And when he distilled it down, he realized he had three big interests in, the, in his next job, whatever it was going to be. One was that it had to have nice big holidays. <laughs> Why not? We all like holidays. The second thing was he realised he loved doing stuff with kids. With his own kids, with young, young people, teenagers. So what could he do with children? And the other thing, he, he was a very physical chap and he loved being outside and he loved doing kind of exercise and that sort of thing. Well, the obvious choice, become a Fuzet teacher, which is what they were called back then. This is probably in the 1960s. So they were called Fuzet teachers, and, they, and then they became PE, and they became PT teachers. But anyway, they were the, the sporting teachers. And so, having had no experience of being a Fuzet teacher, as they were called, he made up a business card, or got business cards made up with his name. Phone number and for ed teacher on it. That's what he called himself. <laughs> and so he applied for three jobs. Went to the interviews, handed over his card and told him he was a phys ed teacher <clears throat> and within a week he had uh, acceptances from all three schools <laughs> as a phys ed teacher. No qualifications, no experience, simply a business card in him saying that's what he was. So he chose the biggest one, which is Auckland Grammar School, which is, I, I don't know, probably one of the most famous, like New Zealand, most famous New Zealand-wide high schools. And he eventually became probably the most um, well-known for Z teacher in New Zealand in his time. He, he turned out to be incredibly good at doing what he did. And so he, and then he became a motivational speaker because he, he loved that whole thing of uplifting people. And his whole message was, don't tell people what you are, tell them what you want to be and then you become that. And he was a living example of that. So the idea is if you are, I don't know, let's make up. I was an accountant. Let's say I'm an accountant, but I want to be an inspirational speaker. So I don't tell people I'm an accountant wanting to be an inspirational speaker. I tell people I am one, or whatever it is you want to be. You, You just make up. And so that was his message, and it absolutely worked for him. So... The other one I heard about the other day in uh, Byron Bay, which is on the, in New South Wales, on the east coast of Australia, there's a very old building. It's What are we now? It's probably 150 years old. And it originally was a whaling station. So back in the mid to late 1800s, it was a whaling station. And that's a very smelly, a lot of death going on quite a disgusting place, really, um, where all these huge, huge mammals were killed in the thousands. So it was a whaling station, a lot of death. And then it was a slaughterhouse for sheep and cattle. So more death, more slaughtering, more blood and guts and blah, stuff. And then it became a piggery. And, um, of course, pigs were raised and they were killed. So a lot more slaughter. So this is a place that had well over a hundred years of slaughtering different mammals. (laughs) A lot of blood and guts and all that sort of stuff. Kind of going back to uh, Don Clark's (laughs) being a butcher. So it had had a hundred years of slaughter. And then it kind of came up for sale and two brothers bought it and they turned it into a spiritual centre. and a sort of a, excuse me. And whatever they sell at spiritual centres, candles and incense and tarot cards and books. And and they did meditations at this place. It was a place where you could do kind of spiritual new age type workshops. And people would walk in there and go, oh, what a beautiful healing atmosphere. It was really quite a successful business. And it's like, the moment the label was changed, the essence of the building changed, because when people walked into this place which was called a spiritual centre, they felt spirituality around it. When it was called a slaughterhouse, people felt the blood and guts. So a change in label changed the essence of the place. And people didn't walk in there into the spiritual centre and go, Oh, there's been lots of killing and all the rest of it. I went in and there was spirituality, and so we can do that. We can change our labels. And I just, my little thing. It was uh, two nights ago. I went along to a what's called a curtain, K-U-R-T-I-N. I think it's called a curtain meditation. Something I'd never been to before. I just thought I would experience it. And then I met a lady there. We were talking, and she said, "Oh, you're a philosopher." <laughs> and I chuckled because I've never been called a philosopher before. I've never called myself that, and anyway, it sounded quite a nice word, philosopher. <laughs> and then last night, um, I went, ended up at Kevin Reed's uh, psychic cafe. It's called where they have. I think it's on once a month or once every couple of weeks. I'm not sure. And so there's a whole lot of people who do massage and Reiki and um, psychic readings and all sorts of things like that. So there's practitioners there uh, at tables scattered around this hall and then people come in, they pay their money and they can get, they can choose, have readings and massages and all sorts of things. And so I was, ended up being one of the, um People there giving people readings. And I was quite amused because I went in and there again, Kevin does these beautiful kind of label things um, on each table with your name and what you are. And he called me a writer slash philosopher. So the second time in two nights out of the blue, I was called a philosopher, which I just thought was quite amusing. It's quite a nice word. And it just seemed to sort of, Coincidence, if you like, that I met somebody who called me what called me that. The next night, somebody else called me that. I didn't say I was that. I didn't say I was anything. And they came up with these. This, this word, philosopher. So, I kind of like philosopher. So I might use that as one of my pronouns, <laughs> uh, as well as sir. Sir is my other pronoun. You must call me sir, Philip, um, or philosopher. That's that's the other one. So I've now got two pronouns. <laughs> However, we can change our labels. We don't have to be stuck with who we are. And if we use Don Clark's um, philosophy, if you like, (laughs) back to philosophy, we can create the label of who we are. And then we simply become it by stating it. So stating something makes it be that. I mean, I know that over the years I've had a lot of labels before I before I started kind of a job, so to speak, I was had <clears throat> had to work to end my way through university and so there was lots of labels there. I was working in the freezers and the freezing work, so I was a freezing worker and a truck driver. I was working in the army, um, driving trucks and um, oh, what else? There was quite a few things, a tree pruner, scrub cutter, fencer, shepherd, na-da-da-da-da, mainly sort of a oh, builder. He was a builder for a while. Um, mainly physical jobs so I've been lots of labels and when I'm in the label of builder I feel like I'm a builder and I am I've got you know hammers and saws and I'm out there you know erecting houses and putting them together and then when I'm an accountant because that's what I became and then I slid sideways into being an accounting trainer a teacher And then sideways a bit more into being a business trainer and then sideways again into being a corporate trainer. And then in the meantime, I don't know, I've made money doing busking and doing all sorts of other things. So it's kind of like we don't have to be stuck. And if we feel like we're stuck in a job, we can do what Don Clark did and just go, well, What would I really, really like to do? What are the things that I kind of embrace that give me a buzz? Do I want to be out in the sunshine? Do I want to be with animals? Do I want to be with children? Do I want to be with older people or with helping women or helping men or indigenous people? Or what kind of environment do I want to be in? Do I want to be in an office? Do I want to be in a, a clinic kind of place? Or do I want to be out in the woods, out and up in the mountains or? And so when we're stuck in where we don't want to be, it would seem to me that a really good idea would be just to change. First of all, stop calling ourselves that. If we don't like being a funeral director, we stop calling ourselves that and just be label-less. And then think about what kind of environment we would like to have around us. What kind of people. Do we want something intellectual? Do we want something physical? Do we want something um, challenging? People love taking risks. You know, leaping off cliffs and out of airplanes and doing all sorts of things. You know, something (laughs) on the edge. Would that be where you'd want to be next? so it could be a you know a cliff leaper is that a word let's make it up <laughs> and so um you now, even back in i oh, was when i was still an accountant and um then i got into the new age stuff and i've sort of moved out of that now so i for a while i had a business card i'd call myself a spirit no a financial healer <laughs> and i just thought it was fun i didn't care what i'm called actually it's just as long as it's not late for dinner. So, I just think it's quite fun in, in a way, because we don't have to be what we thought we were. We can just take this <coughs> accounting jacket off, and put, uh, I don't know, a horse trainer, hat Stetson on, and become that. Because we spend a lot of years doing all this training for a lot of jobs. But apparently nowadays the average um, teenager apparently is going to go it used to be seven, apparently it's nine. The average teenager now is going to go through at least nine um, major occupational changes in their life. And it's almost like (laughs) Not quite but nearly the time we spend training is longer than the time we actually spend on the job we've trained for because we're it's a much more mutable world now it's much more yeah we don't do the job that our fathers used to do and our grandfathers used to do it how it used to be we don't seem to have that anymore we just kind of a much more changeable move into this let's do this let's do that and um, yeah I was talking to a chap last night who's an engineer, and he's becoming a massage person. Quite different. So, we don't have to be stuck with where we are. And one little way we can help our transition is to change our label. And when we change the label, there's something happens inside of us. It's like that abattoir, that whaling station of place of death, just changed itself. With a change of label, and also there was a change of obviously um, what was in there. There was no more dead whales and dead pigs and stuff. It was obviously really nice stuff. Tables and, I don't know, whatever things on there. But people didn't see, people just saw what the label suggested. And they felt what the label suggested. Spiritual centre and um you know the incense wafting out and the you know whatever the lovely vibe of the people would have helped so people's expectations of you are probably partly formed by what you call yourself and your expectations of yourself probably too are majorly formed by what you call yourself. And if what you call yourself is, I don't know what to do, then that's kind of what you are. You're a, I don't know what to do kind of person. And I certainly experienced that. I don't know what to do next because there's so many choices. And when I stand in uncertainty, that's what I feel like. I'm an uncertain person. So, I changed my label. And, you know, I can always fall back on writer because I've been doing that for a while. And, um, but there's also other worlds out there, other environments, other beingnesses. Is that a word? Tis now. It's our word for the day. I beingnesses. Is. <laughs> so, I just invite you to play with the label. Is the one that you give yourself right now does it really go zing does it feel right if it does I suspect there's a sense of peace around it if it's not the right label there's probably not a sense of peace about it so we can just perhaps choose a label that sounds like a fun like fun (laughs) or like that's right, that feels better. And I know some time ago, I don't know what happened. It was something that I had to register for and they needed a title. So I called myself Doctor. <laughs> Which is, I think is quite illegal. Anyway, for about three or four years in England, um, I kept getting these letters in the mailbox to Doctor Philip Bradbury. <laughs> well, that was quite fun. <laughs> um, so just have a think about that. Because I have, it's prompted me to think, am I a philosopher? Maybe I am, among other things. And uh, just have a play with a label that induces the idea of play. Instead of, "Mm, I'm sick of being this, I'm sick of being that. So, today I wish you a label that goes zing. And I bless you and all who sail.